It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is July 20th, 2020. My name is Philip Ross, and I am the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You, of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, Markel Fultz back with the team after a clearing quarantine. And it is officially game week. Yes, game week. We'll talk a little bit about what the games have in store for the Orlando Magic this week as they begin their scrimmages on Wednesday. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all you can check out all the great podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast. Network. Search a gravity download podcast for Lockdown and the team you're looking for. Just like there's podcasts here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's podcasts covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. What the lowdown on, say, the Los Angeles Clippers, who are a little shorthanded right now as it is. Check out Locked On Clippers. You can also look ahead to the Lakers with Locked On Lakers, as well as Locked On Nuggets. No matter what team you're interested in, whether it's in the NBA, MLB, NFL, NHL, or College 2, there's a Locked On podcast for you to search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. Today's episode is also brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. The Orlando Magic are essentially a full team again. Uh, In a world where not every team has all their players, and there's been some goings, ins, and outs as as players deal with personal issues and and have to leave the bubble before, uh, before the season begins, the Orlando Magic for the first time practiced with a full squad. On Friday, Markel Fultz cleared quarantine and officially began practice with the Orlando Magic, officially began uh, playing with the team and, and reintegrating himself with the guys. Uh, a very positive sign uh, for the Orlando Magic and certainly a positive sign for him as well. Now, just like every other player, just like everything else that we've talked about here when it comes to the uh, return to play and the practice sessions, Steve Clifford is taking things very, very slowly. Uh, Marco Fultz participated in practice to a point on Friday and Saturday. He did not do any of the five-on-five contact drills. Just still just trying to ease him back into play. And for sure, Markel Fultz is playing a little bit of catch-up. He is a little bit behind. Uh, Sa- Friday and Saturday's practice feature, uh, Friday's practice was relatively light, according to Clifford, as the team, you know, had been through some hard practices already and he wanted to get some more instruction done on the court. Saturday, though, he said was the most physical practice that they've had to date. Sunday followed a lot of that as well as the team uh, continues to try and ramp up toward the beginning of the, the scrimmages in the regular season. It is safe to assume Fultz did not participate. If, if Fultz participated in anything, it was probably Sunday's practice, but probably not as much as you would think. It is not, you know, it's not quite 
there yet. He's not quite ready. And the way Clifford explained it, like, look, the first two practices we did no contact too. So I want to bring Fultz along kind of on the same schedule schedule uh, as, as that. But again, it's just good to have Fultz back in the fold. It's good to have him kind of back taking those steps and, and making that progress to get to that point. That's, that's of course, what we're all working for here, what everyone's working toward uh, as well. Um, Fultz did not get into the personal matter, and I don't think we need to pry into it too deeply, but it was good to have him back again. And of course, the Magic are going to absolutely need him. There's no getting around this. The Orlando Magic are a better team with Markel Fultz, and part of the Magic's surge uh, before the this, this season went on hold was his ability to push the pace and, and the control over the game that he exerted as the point guard. The Magic are obviously going to lean on him to do that again, especially once things pick back up, once, they, once they're able to get back onto the court. It is not clear at this point whether Fultz will play in Wednesday's scrimmage against the Clippers. I, I'm personally betting against it. Uh, things could obviously change. Uh, but overall, it, it's it's still not clear exactly what we're going to expect uh, from that scrimmage. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about what about that coming up in just a minute. But a few just more practice notes to, to clear up. Uh, like I said, Fultz did not do very much. Uh, and Clifford also kind of revealed that Everyone is not doing everything at this point. That, you know, they're still limiting guys in practice a little bit. You know, it's not a, you know, you're you're clear to go and you're playing you're playing all the time. Uh, that's just that's just not how this is working. That's not how this is going. He revealed on, on Friday at least that Mo Bamba did not participate in practice. And some of that's just gradually bringing him along so he's used to playing at the weight that he's playing at. And some of it's just you know, overall concern. Um, you know, Isaac sat out of practice, you know, even though he's, well, you know, essentially cleared to do at least a light contact and light five-on-five five drills. Um, he sat out of practice just to kind of keep him fresh. And, and it sounds like, you know, I, I, when when we talked to Vic Law and BJ Johnson, Clifford noted that, you know, he had to rely on those guys, on the two-way guys, because they only had 10 guys available for practice the day before. So I think the message is abundantly clear that, that okay, yes, it's good to have Fultz back. Yes, it's good to have everyone back. But the message is abundantly clear that Clifford still views the team in a mode of we're ramping back up to play. We're not quite ready for a full a full go, a full use of players as we head into these scrimmages. It's not to say these scrimmages aren't important. It's not to say, you know, that that, you know, this isn't a chance to test the team a little bit and see where they're at. That's certainly what this is. But the message is very, very clear that he's not yet confident that they're ready to play an extended time or or he wants to make sure that they have the legs, that they're, they're fresh so that they can make the most out of these opportunities that they can. That's just kind of the reality of things. And, and you know, I don't... I don't know, and, and Clifford seems to think that other teams are probably feeling the same way, that, that, that they feel like their players are not at that level either. But... But... You got to keep working to get there, and obviously the Magic are doing their best uh, at, with the practices time that they have to get themselves there. It is certainly, um, it is certainly something that they're going to continue to work on. And obviously they got now a week, uh, you know, essentially a week and a half before they start playing real games again. So they got that much time to get themselves ready, and it's going to be a process to get there. And like like I've said, you know it. It feels like we have no clue where they're at along that process. We have no clue where they're at along that road. You know, Wednesday, Saturday, and Monday are going to help get us there a little bit. But 
I, I wouldn't, I, you know, I wouldn't be holding your breath. I wouldn't be saying, I wouldn't be saying like, oh, this is this is definitely how it's going to be. This is definitely the team's definitely ready or not. It's very clear that's not the case. But Magic are back whole again. James Ennis back in the fold after after clearing quarantine. Marco Fultz back in the fold after clearing quarantine. Everyone that the Magic intend to bring with them to the regular season are in practice and playing. You know, with again the the caveats about Jonathan Isaac as well as any of the other players. And that, of course, is a very, very good sign because whether they're ready or not, the games are coming. So let's talk a little bit about those in just a moment. But first, we all love our cars. You know, we all have a special relationship with our car, and you want to take care of your car the best way you can, whether you're doing it yourself or just trying to find the little the little piece to 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 take make sure your car is running at its best. Well, you know. Heading into those big auto parts stores, always a bit of a crapshoot. It's not only intimidating, especially if you're not a super, you know, knowledgeable car person, you, you never know if they're going to have exactly what you need. You know, they might have something similar, they might have something close, but you never know if they have the exact part that you need. Well, you can get rid of that mystery with rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for the last 20 years. You go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything that you could want from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. I mean, remarkably easy. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you follow the various Magic personalities on Instagram or on social media, you probably noticed a fun little picture from the Magic's broadcast crew. Today, uh, according to Dante Marcatelli and, and David Steele, was studio day for the Magic broadcast crew. It was essentially their time to test out what their broadcast is going to look like a little bit uh, when they be when they telecast these games because they're not in the bubble and they're not going to Disney to be in the bubble. The Orlando Magic are going to broadcast uh, all, all the scrimmages, so all three scrimmages, plus all the seeding round games from the Amway Center on Fox Sports Florida. So, you know, Dante Marcatelli was up on, uh, up on the, the bridge there, um, you know, overlooking the Arena Bowl, uh, where they do the halftime shows. That's where he will be broadcasting the halftime and pregame shows, along with, I, I assume, Coach Brian Hill and perhaps Nick Anderson. Uh, and David Steele and Jeff Turner were set up in the media room, where we, we 
do press conferences and and you know post game and pre game press conferences with Steve Clifford. So they're getting themselves ready. Players will also have the opportunity to check out the arena as well on their three arenas on Monday as well. The NBA uh, Steve Clifford confirmed and, and the NBA had reported that an optional trip for players to the three arenas that they'll be using for games. Uh, is is being offered Monday, and players can check out what the setup's going to look like. You know, get a sense of what the sight lines are going to be, uh, and 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 see what things are going to look like when the in the gate when they actually play the games. That's the one part of this puzzle that we really haven't seen is a how games are going to be broadcast, and b what the arena setup's going to look like, and 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 what this game's going to be about. It is officially game week. Then it is officially uh, we're officially at the point where games are going to happen. That. You know, we're not just going to be talking about practice. We're not going to be talking about anything else. We're going to be talking about, you know, foolproof games, full game, almost full games. But the the only caveat there is, of course, the first scrimmage game that everyone is going to play will only be a forty-minute game. So only forty minutes for that game against the Clippers on Wednesday. It's and I think a lot of that is because of concern for injury and and, and whether these guys are truly ready to kind of hit the floor full full running, as we've talked about ad nauseum on this show. We simply have no clue where this team is at. We have no clue what the progress of this team is and how ready they are for these games. It's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just kind of what it is. These guys have been off for four months, essentially, without really being able to play much basketball and certainly not without being able to play pickup. It is, as Steve Clifford has said repeatedly, probably the longest period of time any of these players have gone without playing basketball, without playing any kind of organized basketball. And that's the truth, that we have no clue how they're going to react. Well, you know, and honestly, like, I think Evan Fournier really said it best in Sunday's media availability. Uh, Josh Robbins of The Athletic asked him, you know, how long, you know, where you're at right now, how many good, you know, regular season quality minutes do you think you could get, you could get, and Fournier had to stop and think about it, and he said, you know, maybe a quarter. You know, we've been practicing for, you know, nearly two weeks now, and your best player is saying essentially he can only give you a, a really good quarter. Um, that's, again, I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think that's a, a, a negative. Um, you know, I don't think it's like a reason to panic or, or be concerned. I think that's just the reality that everyone is facing, that it's going to be tough to play quality, you know, regular season level basketball with the conditions that everyone is facing at this point. It's going to slowly ramp up to that, but it's not going to be there. Steve Clifford said that he said after practice on Sunday that he's going to meet with David Tenney and the performance staff and kind of figure out how to manage minutes for these first two scrimmages. So the Magic are very, very much still in management mode, in, in kind of load management mode. They're not looking to just throw guys into the deep end and see if they can swim. But whether they like it or not, these games are coming. And the regular season is not too far behind, just a week away from Friday. And essentially, the players, you know, are looking forward to playing these games. You know, obviously, you know, you know, players want to play and they get tired of playing each other. They want to see someone new. They want to really test themselves. And obviously, playing the Clippers, the Lakers, uh, and the Nuggets is a pretty big test. I mean, those are those are very, very good teams. And, you know, we'll have at least some idea of how competitive and where the Magic are at. Their players are eager to play these games. They're eager to get this opportunity, opportunity, and see you know see 
yeah, hey, just play again. I think I think that's a big big thing. But see where they're at as well. Coaches are always a little bit more leery. Coaches don't like games as much. They prefer to, they prefer especially at this early stage to practice and make sure you know they're drilling on the right things because games you know you can kind of lose yourself a little bit. The bottom line is though these games are coming whether the Magic are ready or not. Whether the Magic whether Magic players can play more you know than they think or less than they think or are where they think they are. These games are coming, and they are coming fast. There's no avoiding them. Everyone's got to deal with them. Everyone's got to everyone's got to, ha- to have this issue and, and have this opportunity. But these games are going to be rough. Um, and you know, I, I agree with Clifford. I think these games are going to have their share of struggle and be a little sloppy. Um, I think that these games are going to be difficult um, for everyone. That's not just not just because they're playing the Clippers, but but because these are, you know, it's it's a huge mystery. Um, you know, that's really that's really the only way to describe it. It's a huge mystery how these guys are going to react after being out for so long, and whether they're going to maintain the same kind of rhythm and energy. Um, how they're going to react to playing without a crowd. I think that's. A big factor that that players have begun thinking a little bit about and trying to see figure out how to how to get energy and build momentum uh, when it's a quiet gymnasium essentially. Um, I think that you know I, I think that it, it, it's it. I mean I'm at a loss. You know I I I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to predict. Um, you know I don't know what we're going to see. Um, that's that's just the plain truth of it. Uh, I have no feeling for what this team is going to be. Um, you know, Clifford has said that you know he thinks practices have gone well. He's encouraged by the spirit and energy that the players have brought and and their focus focus. But you know, he's he admitted on Sunday that you know some of the same problems that have plagued this team throughout, especially throughout the early part of the season, plagued this team. You know, in practice, you know they're not rebounding as effectively as he would like. That's been a problem that he's mentioned all year long. Uh, and they're struggling to get back in transition. He thinks those are things they can correct. He thinks that th- those are things that come with kind of conditioning and habits more than anything else, which, you know, you're rebuilding habits too. But, you know, again, the games are coming. These things are concerned. And, you know, as Clifford said, rebounding and not getting back in transition always lead directly to points. Um, that's, that's, that's the reality of things too. I, you know, honestly, I... I don't have many answers. I don't have much to say. I don't have anything really to say except, you know, these scrimmages are going to be potentially very rough. I'm expecting a lot of turnovers. I'm expecting a lot of sloppy play. I'm expecting a lot of missed shots. I'm not expecting I'm not expecting high scores for a few rounds of the playoffs to be honest. I'm you know, I'm expecting this to be, you know, pretty difficult until guys really get into rhythm and and that still seems to be the goal. Um but the reality is unfortunately that the Magic don't have time to waste. The reality is the Magic have to be ready to hit the ground running. They have to win, especially that first game. Uh, And so, ready or not, time is running out for the Orlando Magic to be ready and to to hit hit the ground running the way that they know they have to. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. And so the games are here. You know, the, the season is, again, a week a week and a half away. We start things off next Friday, and the urgency is certainly going to pick up. Once the Magic have uh, this assessment, so to speak, of where they're at after, certainly after Saturday's scrimmage for sure, they're going to really have to be focused in and, and ready for the season. Um, you know, Evan Fournier has kind of said, you know, I'm just taking things a day at a time. I'm, yeah, he's not even worried about the scrimmages at this point. But th- that time is coming. And, you know, we've talked endlessly, it seems, on not knowing where this team is at. And Wednesday Wednesday night, we're going to have an idea of where this team is at. Certainly, it's not a conclusion. Certainly, you know, if the Magic look really bad or, 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 or anything else, it's not a reason for panic. You know, again, it's the Clippers, but... It's certainly... Go, you know, if the Magic don't play well, they're, they're certainly going to have to, you know, kind of sharpen their focus a lot. Because um, the truth of the matter is, and, and this is something I think we've said here, but it bears repeating, the Magic cannot waste time. They cannot sit back. They cannot... You know, they, 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 they cannot come out slow. The way... This season sets up, or the way the rest of the schedule sets up, the Magic have to be sharp from the very moment they step onto the court. They have to be ready to play the moment this thing starts. Because, of course, that first game is probably the most important game of the entire rest of the season. The Atlanta Magic take on the Brooklyn Nets in that first game on July 31st. And the winner has control over the seventh seed, probably for the rest of the tournament or the rest of the, the season. The Magic and Nets play a very similar schedule, at least by opponent record. But again, who knows if that really means anything. The Magic will have a second shot at the Nets, obviously, too. So it's, it's, it's you know, you're, you're not sunk if you lose that game. But certainly the Magic are the ones with ground to make up. They're the ones that have to make up that half game to get past the Nets and essentially win, win the seventh seed. But the way the schedule sets up to requires that the Magic play their best basketball or play sharp basketball from the start. Orlando plays Brooklyn and Sacramento to start their schedule. And then things get tough. In fact, the Magic play four games against teams with records worse than 500 in the seeding round, which is about all you could ask for, to be honest. It's not to say these are guaranteed wins at all, but the Magic have been very good. 25 of their 30 wins have come against teams with losing records. So beating Brooklyn and Sacramento is going to be absolutely key. Those are wins that the Magic are going to have to count on and are going to have to build on. 
And if they want to build momentum, it's got to start early. There's not going to be an opportunity in the middle. Because the Magic don't see the other two teams below 500 until the very end. Brooklyn in the penultimate game and New Orleans in the final game. This is all to say then that the Magic cannot afford to wait. They cannot afford to use any of these seeding games to find their rhythm or, or find their strength. They need to win right off the tip. And that, you know, you hope can carry some momentum to get them to 4-4 four and four or 3-5 and five or, you know, 5-3, and three, you know, willing. You hope that that will be enough for them to truly build on something. To truly kind of gain the confidence to be the team that no one wants to play in the playoffs. At this point, you know, everyone is going through the same struggles and everyone's going through the same uncertainty over how the season's going to start. And scrimmages are going to reveal a lot of, of the kind of basketball that we can expect to see and of, you know, the shape players are in and, and their ability and their rhythm. But at the same time, as as mysterious as it is, you know, teams are still about what they are. The Lakers are still going to be really tough. The Bucks are still going to be really good. The Raptors, the Celtics, the Sixers are still going to be really good. The Magic have struggled against those teams. The Magic have only five wins this year against teams with records better than 500. One of them, the Lakers, obviously. Two of them against the Sixers. One against the Rockets. Again, you can count all these wins on a single hand. You can remember most of them, if not all of them. And so the Magic have struggled against these teams. And and, and yes, maybe teams come back down to the pack a little bit, but the Magic are dealing with that too. So again, if the Magic want to build momentum, if the Magic want to take advantage of the schedule in front of them. It starts with winning off the bat. So if there is an urgency yet, if there's an urgency to get back in shape and get back in rhythm and get back kind of sharpened and sharpened and focused, it needs to be there. Because the way this schedule sets up and the way the schedule is always set up Again, the most important game of the season is that first game that counts. So the Magic need to be ready. And if they're not ready, if they can't get themselves ready for that game, that spells trouble for the rest of the seeding schedule. You know, perhaps not trouble to be threatened to lose their spot to Washington, but trouble nonetheless. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast and able listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore md. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. That's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Ross from Mike. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
Hey Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.